Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973. And now here's your host of this podcast, me, Shane Lakita. Hey guys, how is everybody? I'm doing well. It is a Tuesday, November 12th, 2019. And here we are heading full bore into November. A lot of places are getting a lot of snow. A lot of places are getting a lot of bad weather right now. But, um, you know, across the board, we're still living and breathing and we're here. We're here on a, in, in the positive space of being the best versions of us that we could be. <laughs> and I know it's hard to say if you're out there shoveling through some snow or you got some school cancellations or you got to do some shifting around of some schedules and to make sure the kids are taken care of and whatever else, it can add a lot of curveballs to it. And we're just in the beginning of winter. But as we're heading into the holiday time frame, it's going to be really important to make sure that we are staying positive and we're keeping our heads up above water and we're continuing to push forward. I'm going to get right into the podcast here. No, no mid music, no anything like that, because I want to make sure that we are really getting into the meat and potatoes of what I'm thinking about today. So yesterday, as many of you know, a lot of the folks that are on the podcast that listen to the podcast do and have met me through the Weight Watchers platform. So whether it was through chat rooms, whether it was through chat boards, or just through the community itself of people that got together that have really forged bonds and friendships and those kind of things through Weight Watchers, which is where I lost most of my weight about two years ago, about 100 pounds almost. Yeah, just about, it was over 100 pounds that I had lost through previous programs and everything else. And as you have heard on the podcast, I don't ever really talk about one plan or another, or I don't ever talk about one way of doing things, because I know that every single person that's on this podcast does things a little differently. Everybody has their own visions. Everybody has their own versions of things they want to do. You might do keto. You might do low carbon. You might do vegetarian. You might do Jenny Craig, Weight Watchers, whatever it is you're doing across the board, this is one of the the things that have worked for me in the past, but I never try to be able to bring that up on the podcast because I know that everybody's different and everybody everybody works differently and things work differently with different bodies and different mindsets and mentalities. And once you find what works for you, then perfect. Then there you go. Then now you're in, right? Now you know exactly what works for you and you can work on that and lean in on that and do what you have to do. But in my journey, Weight Watchers has always been a, a portion of my journey. It's always been a, a staple of things that I've done over the past, I don't know, seven years, eight years. So eight years of inconsistent but consistent in and out. I would do it for a little while. I would lose some weight. Then I would gain some weight back. Or I would do it for a little while and I would gain some weight or lose some weight and then gain some weight back. This last time I lost 100 pounds and I'm still down 60, which is good, which means I'm up 40 which I had some struggles with the last plan that they did and all kinds of other stuff. But I never really talked about that much on the podcast because it might be working for some folks. Some people might be doing whatever plan that's that's necessary for them to do so. And I never wanted to belittle anybody or talk about anybody. So that's just kind of where I was at. But I, I made sure that I never did that because I know that whatever's working for you should be working for you. So I've been dabbling over the past few months here of low carbon and keto in and all kinds of different stuff and even doing a little vegetarian action and just working on myself and trying to be able to be a better version of me to continue to live in the space that I have to live in. After the passing of my dad, 
I gained some weight, and we were looking. I was looking at the the barrel of the gun again, of continuing to go down and gain. So I I, I put a stop to that, and I, I've been pretty much losing, but not at the at the pace where I'd like to, and those kind of things. So anyway, anyway, so Weight Watchers has always been a part of my journey. It's always been a fabric of who I am and and where I've been for the last seven or eight years. So yesterday, if anybody is on Weight Watchers or heard any announcements through the podcast or Weight Watchers or anywhere, you knew that they made some changes yesterday. And they came out with multiple different plans. They came out with three plans that you can choose from. And they're color-coded. So the color-coding means the different type of things that you can do. So on one plan, you can eat a lot of your um, low-impact foods and your point values are lower that you're allowed that you're allotted or the middle plan which would be the blue plan would be something that was very similar to what they were just doing and you could eat certain foods and then certain foods were um, zero points or whatever else I don't want to get into the nitty-gritty details of what the plans were but they made some pretty big changes and there was a lot of excitement and a lot of energy being shared around all kinds of people because it's one of the first times we've been on a program that you actually get a choice of what you want to be able to do, which is some of the feedback that had been given to Weight Watchers in the past and and different programs to be able to say, that doesn't necessarily meet my needs. I'd like to be able to do something that would be able to fit where I'm at as I am a human being and I'm different and, and this is the way I'm wired. So they did that yesterday. They released that. They put a lot of psychology into it. They put a lot of mental work into it, some science behind it. And I really do feel like it's going to be a good launch and movement towards a new thing. And I'm excited about it. As many of you listeners know, with me losing all that weight, I lost on something very similar to what the green plan is, uh, what they've released which means I get a little bit more points during the day, but I have less of the zero-point foods of what they're talking about because before their structure or their mentality was you could eat a lot of the zero-point foods or you could eat the zero-point foods, not a lot of them, but that's what I did, but you could eat the zero-point foods and be okay because you won't be gorging on those and diving into those. Those are ones that are pretty safe bets for you to be able to do whatever you have to do. So the new plans are out. Everything seems really good and positive. And everybody's in this place where they're like, wow, I get to choose. And it's a good feeling. And on No Finish Line Nation, we have a lot of Weight Watchers folks over there. And then on Connect, the platform that they use through Weight Watchers, a lot of positivity there and a lot of different people sharing their stories and what they've struggled with and where they're at with it. So it's a really good time. But one of the things that I wanted to share on this podcast was there's two different things I wanted to talk about. And I opened up with just talking about what's worked for me in the past. Now, we all know what works for us. We all know what has worked in the past. If you've lost weight in the past, you've done certain things, maybe unhealthily or maybe you know fully healthy and everything else, but you've worked at things that have worked in the past. And one of the big things that I noticed in my past that has worked for me as I was in losing mode and then even in maintaining mode was two different aspects of where we're at. One of them is you got to make sure you stay positive no matter what. You know, here's the thing. I've been ketoing, which means I've been low carbon, right? Low carbon. I've been doing intermittent fasting. You know, I've lost 12 pounds since my dad's passing, but, you know, it's been a slow, tedious process. But here we are in the space where I've been low carbon. Now my body's been used to not eating very many carbs. I don't eat a lot of pastas, I don't eat breads, I don't eat any of that stuff. And so with the new plans that were just released, there's gonna be a bump in the road that I'm gonna hit. I already saw it this morning. 
So I started yesterday and I had not too many carbs. I didn't dive right into a thousand carbs on my first day, but I had a breadstick over at Olive Garden and I had a apple last night. Now apples, you would think are just so healthy. There's zero points on where I'm at, but they have carbs in them. They have sugars. And so when you're on a keto, low carb diet, now I'm eating some carbs. So what do you think is going to happen when that happens? Yeah, you're right. I'm going to gain a little bit of weight. So that initial gain that I'm getting with where I'm at with my diet and where I'm at with everything is is a is a mental screw, right? I mean, literally, I stepped on the scale knowing that it was going to happen, knowing that I'm going to have some gains over the first couple weeks because I'm, I'm a, my body needs to adjust and I need to make sure that I keep on plugging away and staying with where I have to stay with and do the things that I have to do. Knowing that was going to happen, I still stepped on the scale and said, oh, crap, man, are you kidding me? Right? So my my first point was the one thing you have to do, no matter what plan you're doing, no matter where you're at with anything, keto, all of them, anything you're doing, keeping positive is so important in this journey. We're wired in a way that we get negative about everything. You know, we, we human nature is the second that you see the bump in the scale, if you're in the weight loss mode, it's a defeated mentality. You get defeated. You feel like, oh, man, this really sucks. You know, I, I've already gone my first day. One day into it, I'm already feeling like, oh, yeah, come on, really? But that's human nature. Human nature is you don't want to fail. You don't want to be somebody that's going to be able to go down the road of working hard at something and then not see the results that you're looking for because we're humans. We want that. We want results. We want them quick. We want that to happen. So then we get negative. We get down in the dumps and we start feeling like we're the worst people in the world or we're failures or we're just not doing the things that we have to do when in all actuality you are doing the things that you have to do. You are working on you. You are investing in yourself. So the positive side of it is something that you can do is change your mentality. I posted on my blog this morning, self-talk matters. Because here, here, here's the example of why I posted the blog. I'm kind of all over the place, but I wanted to be able to share these thoughts with you. I posted a blog this morning that basically said one, one positive self-affirmation, one positive thing that you can do to be able to change the momentum of your day matters in our lives and our journeys. So instead of getting up in the morning and saying, I look like crap in the mirror, it's I'm working on myself. I am a work in progress and I'm getting there. Or... Uh, if the kids are going off to school and every single thing is wearing down on your head and the kids are going nuts and you're like, oh my God, like I, this is the worst in the world. And you think yourself, think of yourself as the worst parent in the world because the kids are, are misbehaving and it's your fault. No, it's actually that you're being a parent and you're getting your kids the direction they need to go to. And there's structure and there's focus and there's all those things to get them off on the right foot for the day. Those things matter. So you you, you got to think about these things. All these little positive influences that you have on yourself. The only person that's going to change the momentum of your day is you. It doesn't take everybody else. You know, you could have run into some money. You can do all the different things that are very surface level to be able to get you the right direction and feeling really positive. But the only person that's going to change the outcome of your day or change the momentum of your day is you. So positivity matters. You gotta think in your in your mind. I can do something, not I can't, or I hope I can get somewhere. Instead of saying I hope, it's I will get somewhere. 
I will get to that small achievable goal. I will do the things that are necessary for me to do. I'm going to be a positive influence on myself. I'm going to do this and all the different words that we use that are positive and aggressive towards going to get the things that you want to get. These things all matter. Self-talk matters. If you get up in the morning and you start talking to yourself about how fat you are, how your hair is not that great, your skin tone is not that great, or you got acne or whatever else, and you start getting in this negative mode, what do you think that that does for the rest of your day? You're literally walking around the rest of the day with your head down because you were negative self-talk in the morning. You kicked your day off on the wrong side of the, of the boat. So to go back to what I was originally saying, when I stepped on the scale and I saw that gain that I knew was going to happen, that I predicted was going to happen on day one, I just knew it because I haven't been eating carbs and I ate some carbs yesterday on my first day of my new plan. So I knew that that was going to say that on the scale, but I still started talking negative about myself. And here's the other reason that I talked negative about myself. In that image that I posted last night when I went to the gym because I wanted some accountability, I started chopping myself up. I started saying, look how overweight you got. Look how fat you are. Look at how bad you look in the, in the photo that you're in. Look at you're barely smiling. You got all these different things that are going wrong with you. I started to literally beat myself up over the photo that I posted. Uh, It's insane. Knowing that I'm, for the month of uh, November, which we call Movember because of uh, mental health awareness, prostate awareness, and testicular awareness for men that I'm a part of, that I'm part of some pretty amazing groups and people that are all pulling together for men's health, uh, part of that is that I've been doing, my goal is 60 miles for the month. And I'm over 24 miles of walking and running so far through the month, and we're only at the 12th of the month. So why not celebrate in that? Why not say you're working on yourself, you're really digging in, you're, you're, you're exercising, you're doing a lot of the things that you want to do, you're, you're back in the zone of getting some exercise for this many days in a row, you've closed your rings on your Apple Watch, you've done whatever it is that you want to be able to do to be positive. Instead, I was negative. Instead, I was like, you're fat, you're overweight, you're gross, you're disgusting, this is not good, which is a shame. Because I'm working hard. Why can't I celebrate in that? Because I'm not seeing the results that I don't I don't have yet. Because I had a weight gain this morning. Because I looked at myself in, the, in that Instagram post. So what did I do this morning? I put a blog out that says self-talk matters. And I reposted that photo. <laughs> Just to be able to get in front of my face to say, be proud of the stuff that you've accomplished. Be a positive influence on yourself instead of a negative detractor of the things that you want to be able to accomplish and do. It's harder. It's easier said than done. It's it's a very hard thing to do. It, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it and we'd all be successful. But human nature gets us in this zone of doubting ourselves, belittling ourselves, looking at ourselves in a negative fashion, telling ourselves that we're not good enough for whatever reasons. And we've had this conversation on the podcast so many times before that I think that we try to set ourselves up for failure so that when success happens, we're pleasantly surprised. And it's sad that way. We shouldn't be that way. We should be motivators, inspirational people for ourselves, 
having conversations that are built around, I can make this happen. I will make this happen. This is something I'm going to do. It's, it's a slight difference, but it's a huge difference. It's a small change, but it's a huge change. <laughs> it's kind of hard to explain because now you're getting into the ego and psyche of a human being. And I'm no doctor at that kind of stuff. I'm just a guy that's a fat guy that likes to eat and tries to be able to get through life and do the things that he's doing and be the best version of me. But the problem is the mental side gets in the way. And then I start getting negative. And then I start getting down the dumps. And although I'm trying to be able to be a positive influence to everybody else around me, when I look at myself in the mirror, I'm not that positive influence. I'm a negative influence. I'm a detractor. I'm pulling away from the positive chi <laughs> that I want to be able to emit and be able to bring to the world. I try to bring all kinds of positive things to other folks left and right. I volunteer. I give back. I do blog entries. I support people. I help to even coach at times. I do all kinds of different things to help others. When at the end of the day, I really need to look in the mirror and see myself and say, hey, buddy, you need the same thing for you. Lift yourself up. Think about the positive things that you're doing. Think about all the different fingers that you have in all these different pots that are out there in the, in, in the world right now, whether it comes to podcasting, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, blogging, websites, web pages, coaching, all this different stuff that you got going on. You're literally still have your head above water. You're still a good dad, a good husband, and you're continuing to drive through and stay successful with not gaining back the full 100 pounds that you lost before. So that's a positive thing. I need to, I need to park there. Why don't I do that more often? I have no clue. I have zero clue why. So I'm tipping my cup back right now because I want to think a positive thing to each and every one of you that are listening to this podcast. Hold on. Ah, all right. <laughs> So each and every person that's listening to this podcast, your step one, no matter what journey you're on, no matter what, if it's a fresh new day, if it's a new perspective or whatever you're doing, think positive today. If it's professionally that you're thinking about certain things and you're thinking to yourself, I've got a job that I'm doing, I've got a project that I'm on, I got different stuff that I'm trying to be able to do, think positive that you're going to be going to kick ass and do the things that you need to do. Think positive and set realistic goals and really kind of push through and be the best version of you with that project. Shine brightly because each one of us deserve it. But you got to think positive. You have to get in the place where your self-talk is about, I can do, it's it's I will do versus I hope so or I don't think I'm going to be able to do that or I never have before. Okay, so that's the first part. New plans, new stuff going on. Everything's fresh in perspective. It's all positivity. It's great. Then if you hit your first bump in the road, those positive thoughts are really going to matter because you will hit your first bump in the road. You know, you might see some big losses at first when you're on a new weight loss plan or you might see some, you know, water weight that comes off really quickly and, you know, you're really feeling good about things. But then all of a sudden it either flatlines or you gain some because your body's reacting even though you track things perfectly. You went down the road of your calories, your fat content, you really stayed vigilant. And all of a sudden your body says, F you, man, I'm, I'm going to gain some weight this week. Right? There's your first bump in the road. You're like, wait a minute, wait, wait What? And so mentally, you're thinking to yourself, what, what, what am I doing this for? <laughs> so you got to think positive. Okay, that's the first step. Number one, 
That's, that, that's one of the most important parts of our journey, and it's one of the hardest things to crack. The second thing is set realistic expectations with yourself, okay? If you're going down the road of being on a health journey, you're going down the road of a weight loss and diet plan, you're going down the road of a new exercise plan, you're going down the road of a new job or you're trying to get into a new position or you're trying to do something better at your work professionally, understand that all of it takes work and dedication. There is no, I'm going to push the button and poof, it magically appears. There is no magic elixir that you can go to the state fair and drink back and think to yourself, oh, everything's going to be fixed and I'm going to be good to go. (laughs) There's nothing like that. And anybody that's been on this earth long period of time knows if you want something bad enough, you got to work to get it. You have to work. You got to put the effort in for you to be successful. It's not easy. It's not something that just comes easy to everybody. If it was, we'd all be super healthy, super great bodies. We'd all have low blood pressure. We'd all have low cholesterol. We would all be in great shape and everybody would be living to 125 years old. But it doesn't happen that way because people like to eat. People like to indulge. People like to drink. People like to do all these different things that are not necessarily healthy, but we dive into it because it's what humans tell us to do. Our human nature side of us gives us those urges for us to do, okay? So it takes work. The working can come in many different fashions. One of the bits of work is planning and preparation. Are you setting yourself up for success to be successful with whatever plan that you're on? whatever thing that you're doing. If you are, that means you're mapping stuff out. You're prepping your meals. You're taking a look at what restaurant you're going to. You're, you're, you're mapping it out ahead of time. Here's a great story. On Veterans Day yesterday, my family, on my first day of the new plan, uh, took me out to dinner for Veterans Day. We had a free meal at Olive Garden. Now, normally, people would say Olive Garden is a bad mix for trying to lose weight because there's a lot of things on those on those menus that are not that healthy. So I went on the, on the menu ahead of time, and I mapped out what I was going to have off their Veterans Day menu and what I was going to imbibe on and what I was going to hold off on. So I'll tell you the story. We had salad in the beginning, a nice little plate of salad, no cheese on top, just nice little plate of salad which was good. I love their salads there. I had a breadstick to be able to curb my appetite for bread because I hadn't had bread in so long, but I knew this was my first day of the new and I wanted to break myself in a little bit. So I had a breadstick and then I had the chicken piccata and the chicken was cooked delicious. It was grilled and it was seared. It had little capers on it, It had some lemon, had some tomatoes. It was really delicious and it had a side dish of sliced, thinly sliced zucchini with light breadcrumbs on it. And so the meal itself in Weight Watchers world was 11 points. And I mapped that out. And I punched it into my little tracker and I was good to go. So that was part of my prepping and planning. Here's the other part. I knew that my family, my wife who runs half marathons and is super healthy now and really works on herself a lot. And my son, who's active as all can be, football player, linebacker, uh, defensive back and everything else that he does, super healthy, wanted to get dessert. And I knew that they would. So I knew that in my mind, I've already maxed out where I was at with my meal. So I was going to hold off on it. 
I was going to have a cup of coffee or whatever, and they were going to have a dessert. So they had like an apple cobbler. And they ate it, and I didn't have a single bite. Because that was what I knew. I planned ahead of time, knowing that they were going to get a dessert mentally. I said to myself, it's okay. I'm good to go. I'm going to plan that out. It took work. I didn't just go impromptu to Olive Garden thinking to myself, okay, I'm going to go there and just wing it. I ha- I need a plan. I got to put some effort into working at something that matters. Okay? Just like with this whole 60 miles in the month. It takes work. Listen, any person that is not all that active or that hasn't been that active that then all of a sudden says, I'm going to average two miles a day for the month of November, whether it's walking or running, that takes dedication and work. So I had to map that out and plan that out. So I know during the week when I'm working, I'm on the road, I'm traveling, I'm doing all kinds of stuff. I have to map out when that's going to be. When am I going to get my two miles in? So normally it's because it's after I get home and my family goes to bed, 8.30, 9 o'clock, or they're upstairs playing the video games or whatever, and I just say, okay, you know what, I'm going to go to the gym tonight and get my two or three miles in now. I'm going to map it out during the time frame when it's good and relevant and good to go, knowing that it's important to me. But again, it takes work, preparation, planning. I know I've been seeing a lot of posts where people have been really prepping up their foods. They've been mapping out what they're going to be eating for the full week. They do it ahead of time. I'm not that kind of person, but I'll tell you what, those types of people inspire me because you're doing the work. You're putting the work in and effort that's necessary for you to be successful. If that's what works for you, then keep doing that. But you got to put the work in, okay? And just like anything else, there is no magic pill You'll lose some weight if you're on a certain plan. You'll lose some water weight. You'll lose some regular pounds that are there. But if you want the results that you're going for, you got to put the work in. So don't be afraid to get some exercise. Don't be afraid to just walk 10 steps to the mailbox. Don't be afraid to just do something a little bit creative and do something a little bit different and just challenge yourself to move a little bit more than yesterday. It doesn't have to be two miles, four miles, 10 miles. It's just got to be a little bit of movement. You know, one of the good features that they have on the Apple Watch is is that they give you the stand feature. So one of the objectives is to close one of the rings is, is that you have to stand for 12 hours in a day. So that means no sitting for long periods of time, no just being dormant. It's get up and stand and walk around for about a minute time frame every hour. Now, you may not think that that's a lot. For people that are active, that seems like that's just, what? what is that? That's kind of ridiculous. But it's so important because it takes work. You've got to move. you got to get moving. No matter how dormant you are, no matter how much pain you're in, or no matter what, what, what you're faced with medically or all those things, a small amount of movement matters, even if it's just a couple free weights that you can move on your arms to build a little bit of muscle. Whatever it is. It takes work. You have to work at the things you want to accomplish. You cannot just put your hand out and be given with the things that you want. So the two-pronged approach that I'm taking with my new found plan that I'm trying to be able to work on, or I should say the old plan that I was on that was successful for me, the two things that I knew that I always kept the right mindset was is I had to stay positive and be a positive influence on myself and the people around me. And I had to put the work in. The prepping and planning is one part of the work. The execution is another part of the work. You got to go do it. 
You got to get moving. You got you to put one foot in front of the other, even on the days that you don't want to do it. How many times, and I know we've talked about this on the podcast a lot, how many times have you gone to the gym knowing that you didn't want to go to the gym, knowing that you got home from a long days of work or you've had the kids all day, you've had whatever, and you did not want to go to the gym, and you're like, oh, my God, there is no way in hell that I want to go to that damn gym that's all smelly and has a bunch of people all around there. It's just gross. I don't want to deal with it. And But you, you pick yourself up off the couch, you, you carry your happy butt into the car, you drive over to the gym or whatever it is, whatever the scenario that you're in, you get there, you do a workout, maybe it's not as great of a workout as you'd like to, but you bust it out and you get it done, and then you get back into the car, and what is that feeling at that moment in time? It's almost like a euphoric feeling. It's a feeling that you're like, oh, why didn't, what, what was I, why, why was I doubting myself? I feel fantastic right now. Because your endorphins are going and your and your blood's flowing and you're feeling good about where you're at with it. But you self-doubted and you were negative and you were like, nope, I'm not doing it. But you've got to do the work if you want the results. Okay? If you're gonna if you're on an eating plan, you gotta do the work and track it and do it the right way and eat the way you're supposed to eat and follow the plan that you're on. Do the things that are necessary. It still takes work. Weigh out your food. Measure out your stuff. Do the things you have to do. Don't just wing it. Don't just do a little lick and a nibble and whatever else you got going on. Track whatever you got to track if you're on an eating plan. If you're on an exercise regimen, stick with it. Do what you have to do. Work out the way you have to work out. If your goal for the day is two miles and you don't want to do it, get those two miles. Do what you have to do to focus on you and work. Get it done. Because it's not easy. And the second that you stop working or you hope that it's going to get to you just because you want to be able to snap your finger and be able to say, poof, there it is. Your, your habits have gone down the direction that a lot of times, even when we hit those goals, we sometimes gain those back, don't we? We go back to those bad habits. We go back to those bad eating habits. We go back to those bad behaviors and the things that we were doing that we were, were doing before we lost the weight, and now here we are looking at it going, oh, man, what what is this all about, right? So if you're starting a new plan or you're starting a new weight loss journey or you're starting a new exercise regimen or you're starting a new job, whatever it is, two things. The, the product of the plan should work if you are positive and you put the work in to get it done. Don't sell yourself short. You can accomplish whatever it is you want to accomplish. You can be amazing. You just have to believe that you can be amazing. You've got to put one foot in front of the other towards being amazing. And then you've got to work to drive towards being amazing. Because every single one of us are worth it. We all have a light inside of us. We just are waiting to shine. All of us. And I know that's kumbaya, and I know a lot of people will be like, oh, my God, like, really, seriously, like, are you, who are you, Tony Robbins? No, listen, here's the thing. <laughs> we all have a light inside of us, every one of us, no matter how dark it may seem, no matter where you're at, no matter how dim that that light may be, you got to reach in and find it, and you got to bring it out, being positive and putting the work in that's necessary. I know every one of you can do it. I know I'm going to be focused on it. I'm going to be chronicling a lot of my stuff here. 
I just had a meeting also with my buddy Jonathan Mudhustler, and we had a great conversation around refocusing and retargeting and doing the things that we have to do to make sure that we're pushing forward. So look for more to come on that one too. But I appreciate every single one of you guys. Thanks so much for listening today, and we'll talk later. Thank you so much for listening to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973 podcast. You can also find us on all other social media platforms like Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook just by looking up Liquid Shano 1973. If you get a chance, hop on over to iTunes, scroll all the way to the bottom, and leave some feedback about our podcast because we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.